Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Circle Sanctuary Network Podcasts, brought to you by Circle Sanctuary, one of the oldest nature spirituality churches in the United States, connecting people of nature center paths around the world. Join us through the week for a variety of shows discussing various topics, celebrating the divine in all of its forms through nature worship, rituals, education, and building bridges of community. I am bell challenged tonight. <laughs> yes. We've had bell issues with the kind of bell that we use. We're not the best bell ringer, so we could never be those people that ring those bells. Well, we'll just pull the cord. That's true. Maybe we could manage that. Maybe we could manage that. <laughs> so tonight is uh, just a few days before the time when many people in the Northern Hemisphere celebrate the first harvest. Some people call it Lamas, which means loaf mass. Uh, Some people call it Lunasa, which is derived from the name for the Celtic god Lu. I'll talk about that in just a little bit, um, for some people it might just be the first harvest. And there are other churches and plenty of other pre-Christian traditions that did start doing and celebrating the harvest or the first of probably several harvests starting around this time of year. So you don't have to go by what is on the uh, Llewellyn calendar or some other New Age calendar calendar. Well, you must celebrate Lunasa only on August 1st. Well, of course not. It is a period of time. And here in the Northern Hemisphere, and especially uh, with the uh, effects of climate change, our growing season is longer, and it's still very warm in many parts of the lower 48 and yes drought is an issue in in the southwestern part of the united states but other places too and places where it's not it's just it's warm and what that equates to is a longer growing season and so for people who live in the southern part of the united states probably also central and southern europe for sure um They've already been harvesting things. And for certain things like herbs, there are plenty of herbs in more temperate climates where you can harvest those herbs most of the year. One of the few exceptions is probably basil, although if you live in a Mediterranean climate, like around where the plant originated, well, I think it grows and it's able to grow like most of the year. Um, so people, including us, have been harvesting our herbs already. There are some summer plants that already start to um, to bury the 
to fruit. There you go. And then depending on where you're at, again, also, there are a number of summer crop vegetables that have already been um, fruiting as well. So what I have set up tonight is my altar with my various stones and other things and my little painted uh, jelly jar candles, candle holder with my little uh, um, tea lights in them. But what I also did is I ringed the outer part of my altar set up with what we've harvested so far, uh, minus one of our zucchini because we've already eaten it. And these are pretty fat zucchini. They are. um, The biggest zucchini we have is, let's see, it is, it's almost a foot long. It's about 10 inches long. It's a good uh, two and a half inches in diameter at the widest. And yes, you ideally should be harvesting them before they get that big, but we we never do. Um, This year we also planted a it's not a crookneck yellow squash. I'm going to call it a lumpy bumpy yellow squash. There is a name for it. I don't know. Yeah, which is pretty fat and significant looking. And there was one that we got off the vine just the other day that's a little bit smaller. Um, and then we we'll also have the first of our tomatoes. We have lots of green tomatoes. We have three different varieties of tomato plants. Um there are various stages of their development. So I have an oddly misshapen little Roma tomato, uh-huh. a little strange, um, but it kind of fits our house, so, you know. And then we have a – I'm going to call this a cherry tomato. They're basically cherry tomatoes. There's one less than there was because I ate one last night. Oh, I didn't know you did that. I didn't. Um, it was calling his name, and it's very giddy. So why am I talking about all my – all the stuff that came from our garden, because this is a time when a lot of people start harvesting all of their stuff. And in some places, they already have been. And with a longer growing season, people will probably have um, lots of fruits and vegetables of different kinds on the vine, on their plants. Oh, we haven't even talked about the potatoes yet. I'm not sure when we should... When we're supposed to harvest our potatoes, I don't know either, but we potted a few little, what do you call those, starter potatoes um, a couple months ago, and they're the green part sprouts and pretty big and leafy, and um, at some point, we'll dig them out of the ground and uh, out of their little pots and see how things went. So people, uh, some people are hobbyist gardeners like us. Other people do, including one person I know uh, who has a big garden and harvests a wide variety of things throughout the year, and she talks about it, is Byron Ballard. She's an author. She lives in Asheville, uh, North Carolina, and her garden is big, and she harvests stuff for a decent chunk of the year, and she cans and freezes a lot of that stuff. So she is one of those gardeners that actually is – able to use the land that she has for going virtually, um, I'm going to say, um, grocery store free when it comes to her garden. So this is a time of growth still. 
because we saw a lot of growth happening. And with that growth comes abundance and the ability to tap into creative energies. So if you live in a city or you live in a, you know, in a development somewhere where you, in an apartment or what have you, where you cannot grow things, that energy around us is still here. If you personally can't, well, you're buying food where somebody has. And you can concentrate on those energies and bring that into yourself, not only for abundance, but also for enhancing your own creativity. And as we've been going through this year with various incarnations of doing new moon rituals, one thing that we've done a lot of is getting rid of things, but let's not get rid of things. Let's use the fact that we've got a new moon, a new lunation uh, getting ready to start, and it's the moon in Leo, and Leo is about speaking your truth, but it's also about creativity, and keyed into that and tied to that is the God Luke. I think about this time of year, and I think about my connection with this Celtic god and how in all the stories about this god, he is a god who is a uh, a master of many traits. So I would say for myself, he has harnessed nature's ability to be creative because he's, if he's able to do all these things, he has – In the stories, he was thinking outside the box because he was able to do all these different kinds of trades and and, um, things that that he did. So that's where we're at tonight. And we're going to focus on enhancing our own creative energies for any kind of endeavor. And as I think of creativity, I also think of success. So... For tonight, besides my little jelly jar candles that have been uh, painted with the different colors, I've also got a just a simple white uh, candle. It's about, what, six inches long? Yeah. Full taper. And I've also got an orange candle for success and creativity. It's one of the ones that I've made. It is a, uh, a votive candle and let me see if I can. no this does not have any scent. oh it's just orange no it, it's just orange because eh, it's easier and quicker to make those candles than to add um essential oils, oils to yeah. them it's a little more involved and it takes more time yeah. so as we get ready to start Put your feet flat on the ground in the room that you are in. I also have base strength to celebrate the sun as well and the sun god, Luke, because he is uh, a Celtic sun god. And breathe in and out. A nice, slow, steady breath. And as you do so, concentrate on letting go those things that happened during the day 
that were stressful, irritating, annoying, and just let that let that wash away. Let that flow through your body, down through your feet. And as you let that go, take a minute or more to bring up some of that energy from Mother Earth. Visualize it coming through the ground, through the floor that you were in, to ground yourself. And center yourself so that you are here in the present, here and now. Take a moment to focus on that spark of energy within you. And instead of casting a circle of protection, which is what we usually do, We're just going to send out this beam of energy and think of it as one of the many strands of a web that connect you to your pagan, Wiccan, spirituality, earth spirituality, whatever you call it, community that you are connected with in the here and now and in the time to come. So as you do so, visualize that beam connecting to a larger web that connects you to your community. And then send out another beam to where you are In the here and now, and send that out to the place where you live. Send that out to the living things all around you connect yourself to the earth to the plants to the trees to the flying creatures and to the animals large and small and know that you are connected not only community but to all living things because you are part of the web of life around you. The circle of connectivity of community is cast and we are between the worlds. Blessed be. We're going to start 
in the east and turn our attention to the rising sun. And we welcome spirits, elementals, and guardians of the east and the sacred element of air in to our circle and into our ritual tonight. And we ask that you bless us with intellect, with guidance, with wisdom, that you hear our messages and prayers, and that you send our messages and prayers to our deities, our spirit guides, and to our ancestors. Elementals and guardians of the East and the air, we welcome you. Blessed be. And we turn our attention to the South, to the home of the noonday sun. And we connect with and ask the spirits, elementals, and guardians of the South and the sacred element of fire to join us in our ritual tonight. And we ask that you bless us with creativity, with the energy that we need keep us motivated with the energy to give us passion and to help maintain that spark that lives within all of us. We ask that your fires protect us and keep us safe as the hours of daylight begin to dim and we move into the dark time of the year. Elementals and guardians of the south and the sacred element of fire, we welcome you. Blessed be. Blessed be. And now we turn our attention to the setting sun and we welcome the spirits, elementals, and guardians of the west and the sacred element of water into our circle and into our ritual tonight. And we ask that you heal our damaged hearts and minds and bodies, and that you lend us the energies of your healing waters We ask that you bless us 
with intuition and with compassion and empathy for our fellow humans and for living creatures all around us. Spirit, elementals, and guardians of the West and the sacred element of water, we welcome you. Blessed be. And now we turn our attention and we face the north, the home of midnight, of the darkest part of night. And we welcome the spirits, elementals, and guardians of the north and the sacred element of earth into our ritual tonight. And we ask that you continue to provide us with your abundance, from all living things that you provide for us, the plant and the animal. We ask for strength. We ask for grounding. And that you bless us with that steadfastness that we need to make sure that we can accomplish all of our goals. Spirits, elementals, and guardians of the north and the element of earth, we welcome you. Blessed be. And we turn our attention to the center and to the single candle that I have chosen to represent divinity, case, the harvest goddess, the mother goddess, and sun god Lu. And we ask and invite these this God and these goddesses into our ritual to provide us continuing abundance with wisdom, with that spark of creativity for new ideas and new growth to help us move from stagnant situations into those that better serve us. From a place of immobility into new directions. We ask that you grant us and bless us 
with those fires to keep us safe. Powers of energy from the earth to keep us steadfast and sure in our purpose. Mother goddesses, harvest goddesses, sun god Lu, we welcome you into our circle and into our ritual tonight. Blessed be. And so as we focus on the time of year, and we focus on these energies and this power of creativity that we can tap into, the energy from the sun, the power of the goddess as mother goddess, as earth goddess, as goddess of the harvest. Take a moment. these energies of earth and sky, of the ground and the sun, of sun God and mother earth. Visualize sunlight entering the crown of your head. And let it fill you up with radiant, bright energy. Burn away that which you no longer need. Those bonds of stagnancy, immobility sluggishness, those fires of the sun and sun god Lu. Fill your center with passion, with creativity, joy, with sense of purpose or renewed sense of purpose. And then take a moment, feel and connect with the ground beneath your feet and feel Roots branching out from the soles of your feet, moving through the home where you are at, through the soil, and into the ground below. And this energy might look a little different to you. This is the energy of life. 
from the tiniest bacteria to all of the insects and the mammals, tiles, the frogs and toads, to everything that lives in the ground and under the ground. And connect with the roots of all of those plants that rely on Mother Earth for sustenance, for continued growth. Connect with those energies. Feel those abundant energies of Mother Earth and the cycle of life. Enter through the roots of you and up through the soles of your feet to the center of your being. And that is the energy of of life. And let that fill you up as well. And know that this energy that is within you, that now resides in you, can be used for anything that you want to accomplish. New projects, new opportunities, maybe just that spark of energy you need to complete those tasks that have fallen behind or energy you need to start something new. And know that you have the abundance and the energy of that spark of creativity and passion to help you think outside the box, try something new that maybe you haven't tried in a long time, go someplace that you haven't experienced before, meet new people, been meaning to, And know that that energy will also help you be successful in whatever endeavor you may choose. Goddess and God, grant us success. Goddess and God, bless us with creativity. Goddess and God, be that light, that spark that helps us to try new things. Success and creativity. So mode it be. Mode it be. And as you reflect on this time of year, know that this is the beginning of the harvest. The beginning of channeling that abundance from the earth 
into your cells to provide you the energy you need to complete those tasks or try something new because it's always okay to try something new and to not stay where you are at and know that you will always have your family either by biology or your chosen family, your gods and your goddesses, your ancestors, and your spirit guides to help you along the way. So know that you will never truly be alone. A few moments and reflect on that. And, you know, traditionally we've never done this uh, or we've rarely done the so-called traditional cakes and ale that a lot of people probably still do in the rituals. Oh, yeah, it's, it's traditions. We just never do. We just never do yeah. because it's hard. You know, you don't really want to be eating food and when you're on the air. It's right. kind of rude. Right. But tonight we have our little baby. Uh, our little maters. Our little tiny maters. So. Cherry tomatoes, I forget what, the, what they are. I don't remember. No. They're just tomatoes. And we they never do like regular tomatoes. No, we, we always have something weird. We, we do weird things every year. And um, this year we focused on um, squashes. And we've been uh, – squashes? Yeah, we've been getting squashed. And we've got, um, we've got more – Because we've got two zucchini plants and the yellow squashes in a pot. And we did plant two little pumpkin plants. But they don't seem to be doing as one seems one looks like it just died, but one seems to be doing okay. But it's kind of grown over the side of the planting bed. And it's but weird. It's kind of weird. It's being weird. So it's our garden because it's it's weird things happen. Um, so we'll see what happens. And we in the big experiment this year is also potatoes. <laughs> potatoes. Um, yeah. I want to see what happens with yeah. those potatoes. We've never done the potatoes in the pots. Um. So we are going to bless this ritual with our. Our Lunasod uh, Luna tomatoes. Our harvest tomatoes. And these are the first tomatoes you harvested just a couple of days ago. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yesterday. It was yesterday. What I and the reason why I picked these up also and, and put them on the altar is because tomatoes are and okay, this is by Cunningham's books. And I still use Cunningham's books twenty some odd years later. Yep. Even though you can have a much broader interpretation of the associations of plants and herbs and blah blah blah. But Tomato is considered a fiery plant, mm-hmm. um, which is why I also put them in the cell. Yep. Um, and it is something that, to me, reminds me of this time of year because we don't harvest our own grain, but we have traditionally in our house grown tomatoes most years. We do. So. And they're usually about about this time of year, about this time is when they're ready to pop. Yeah. And. Because it's so warm now, and because our growing season is so long now, we will probably have tomatoes into October. Oh, we usually have tomatoes like all the way until we get a freeze. Yeah, until our yeah. first, until our first frost. Yeah, and there are times where we actually have to go out and we'll like pick all the green tomatoes off and bring them inside and you know put them in bags to try to force ripe them. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and sometimes it works. Yeah. Um, think about and again, uh, focus on those things that we might want to. Mm-hmm. Try mm-hmm. 
um, or things you want to continue to focus on, remember you can harvest the energies of creativity from the sun god and from Mother Earth and from the mother goddesses and harvest goddesses. Mm -hmm. And you can do that at any time. Yep. And so let's take a moment to thank other goddesses and our harvest goddesses of many different cultures and the sun god Lu, god of Many cats, no, many, um, what do you call it, um, many jobs. Mm-hmm. Many My, abilities. Many abilities, that's right. Um, the jack of all trades, God. Yeah. Lending your energy to our ritual for being here with us, for giving us that spark of creativity, for success for new endeavors, for finishing whatever things we want to finish, Mm -hmm. and to just provide all-around good um, passion, creativity, energy, pushing over us and for guiding us, for providing us wisdom and inspiration. Sun God Lu, Harvest Goddesses, and Mother Goddesses of many different names, We thank you. Blessed be. And we turn our attention back to the north, to the darkest of night. And we thank those and guardians of the north and the element of earth for being with us, for joining us in our ritual tonight. for providing us with grounding, protection, strength, and those energies of prosperity and abundance. Elementals and guardians of the north and the elements of earth, we thank you. Blessed be. And we turn our attention to the west, to the home of the setting sun. And we thank those spirits, elementals, and guardians of the west and the sacred element of water from the deepest oceans to the tiniest of streams. from the lakes and rivers to the coldest glaciers. We thank you for blessing us with powers of intuition and wisdom, with aiding to heal our hearts and minds and bodies, and for watching over us. Spirits, elementals, and guardians of the West and the element of water, we thank you 
Blessed be. And we turn our attention now back to the south, to the home of the noonday sun. And we thank those spirits, elementals, and guardians of the south and the element of fire, those sacred fires that keep the dark away, that provide us with that spark of passion and creativity, motivated, and those fires of protection. For being with us, spirits, elementals, and guardians of the South and the sacred fires. We thank you. Blessed be. And last, we turn our attention back to the east, to the home of the rising sun. And we thank those spirits, elementals, and guardians of the east and the element of air for hearing our messages, for sending our messages to our deities, to our ancestors, to our spirit guides and our spirit helpers, and for blessing us with intellect, with a sharp, clear mind to aid us in making the right life choices and the powers of wisdom. Spirits, elementals, and guardians, we thank you. Blessed be. And as you look through your mind's eye at the web of connection to the energies of life around you and to that sphere of light you sent out to the cosmos to connect you with your community. You can bring the energy of those lights back into yourself and know that you can connect with those energies at any time and that you are never truly alone. And the circle is open but unbroken. Mary meet, Mary part, and Mary meet again. Blessed be. Well, thank you for being the um, what do you call it? The invisible, the invisible presence of energy with us tonight. And remember that. CSNP has a wide variety of shows, um, multiple days of the week at different times of the month, and for more information on any of those, you can go to Circle Sanctuary's website 
and go to CSNP. Yeah, click on our work at the top, and it gives you a list of things, and you click on Circle Sanctuary Network Podcasts, and there's a list there of the recent podcasts that have happened, and there's a link to the archive page um, for older stuff because it doesn't all fit on one page. Um, So there's, you know, Selena has two shows. She's got two podcasts. There's Nature Mystic, which is on Sundays, which are encores of previous podcasts that she's done since uh, she started doing them in 2011. Um, And she also has Nature Spirituality, which are usually live discussions that are also simulcast via uh, Facebook. She does them live on her Facebook feed um, as well on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. Um, And then on Mondays, Lunatic Mondays with uh, Laura Gonzalez. The first Monday is in Spanish, Lunas Lunaticus, Lunatic, Lunas, something like that. Um, Yeah, Lunatic Mondays. On uh, the first Monday is in Spanish, and the rest of the Mondays are in English. And uh, then there are the first and third Tuesdays, a circle talk with Deborah Rose. She has a wide variety of guests that she talks with. Uh, lately, she has been focusing on authors from Llewellyn, and there's some, been some very interesting conversations there that she's had with some folks. There's some really interesting authors that uh, some of the newer folks, some, she's talked to some that only had like one book far, and others that have had more. So it's been a wide variety of, 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 of that and topics and interests and things. is really kind of interesting, so you should check those out. Yeah, it's a really good months now, mm-hmm. and Llewellyn has such a wide catalog of authors Yeah, from a lot of different uh, specialities that um, these are really good talks, and they're really informative, and it can give you uh, maybe something to do that's new. Or introduce you to an author you haven't really heard, heard of right. that is pretty, I mean, this, there's, we've so we've been around, we've been doing this pagan stuff since the mid-90s, and, and they're still, I mean, they're like, so we're like, you know, we can't kind of, kind of like, yeah, you know, we kind of get to that, you know, it's all it's all the same. Um, but really, there have been some really cool ones um, that have really piqued our interest. So we've really enjoyed, we've enjoyed them. Um, so I think you would too. Um, that's on Tuesdays, first and third Tuesdays. And then on uh, two Thursdays a month, we've had Moon Magic. Uh here lately we've been doing new moons. Friday is, is Blue Marble with Reverend Charbert, where she talks about the environment and the eco spirituality movement and different aspects of things. She talked to somebody who talked about nuclear power. She's talked about wind power, talked about recycling, um, a variety of things that is really a lot of details and really good discussion. Really good. She could really go – it's a kind of a um, – for most people, that's kind of a deeper dive than you might be used to hearing, and I think it's really informative and really useful to, to, to really hear. So check them out. On Fridays, and then on Saturdays is Paganos del Mundo with uh, Reverend Laura, with, uh, Laura Gonzalez, and there are a variety of hosts who host shows, typically in Spanish, and there's one person who actually hosts in Portuguese. That's right. Um, so those are pretty cool. So that's, that's the lineup, the, the CSMP lineup. It's a lot of stuff. Um, I think it's like half a month, you know, every month, per month, half the nights a month have a podcast. Correct. Um, easily. So lots of content, variety of things, really cool to listen to. Um, what else is going on at Circle this year right now? They're getting ready for uh, Green Spirits coming up here like this weekend. But it's pretty much weekend. only so. So if you haven't registered, it's kind of too late. But there are other things going on um, at Circle. Yeah. Uh, just check yeah. them out on Facebook. Check out their uh, full moons. They're doing full moons on Thursdays. 
the next one is Thursday, August 11th at 7 p.m. on YouTube. There's um, they're getting ready for Samhain. Um, they do a really big Samhain. That's that was our first group ritual ever. Our first the first ritual experience we ever had with a group of people was at Circle Samhain in '96. In, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, really great. Um, so really cool stuff. Check out Circle's website for this stuff. It's really just all kinds of things going on there. And Circle does all, all kinds of other work too. A lot of civil rights and pagan rights and advocacy and, and military ministries and prison ministries and, and a variety of, of Lady Liberty League and stuff. It's really quite a cool. So check them out. What do you want to talk about Um, well, there is, we do something, Moon? We can do the Elvis song. Okay. An oldie but a good This is the Elvis song by, by uh, Spiral Rhythm. Spiral Rhythm. Okay. Anything else? I think that's it. Okay. Enjoy Lunasod. Enjoy the first harvest. And have a great night. Stay cool. A lot of folks are in uh, pretty hot times right now. The, there's, I mean, around the around the country and uh, like Europe and UK was really record heat. Um, if you're in some of these areas, if you know anybody who's in these areas have had severe flooding lately, hope they're all safe and well. Um, from that, I think they just had some flooding yesterday in Kentucky that just surprised. I mean, like. It was pretty catastrophic in eastern Kentucky. So, um, and Ohio, I think it was too, right? Or, um, yeah. Yeah. So they've had some, there's been some pretty good flooding going on here lately too. So hope everybody that you know is safe and uh, safe and sound. And um, I guess we'll close out. Cool. Many blessings. Blessed be. Earth, my body, water, my blood. Air my breath and fire my spirit
Thank you for joining us on the Circle Sanctuary Network Podcasts, presented by Circle Sanctuary and produced for all who follow the Nature Center paths. Join us here throughout the week for various programming connected to the community around the world. And please don't forget to watch for updates on the Circle Sanctuary website at www.circlesanctuary.org. And follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash csnpodcasts. We can also be found on your favorite podcast hosting sites such as iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and others. And until next time, many blessings.